2: the numbers told the story they always do it's one of those idiots who believe in analytics this is a numbers game with Gil alexander on vsin
3: tuesday edition of a numbers game matt brown in for gill kelly bidlin on the desk with me here this segment is proudly presented by 1-800 flowers DraftKings official flower for valentine's and don't know if you heard or not, Kelly, but there's a pretty big game happening down the road from us here in a few days. And not only the teams here, we have had the media day. We have had the crowd of people surrounding Travis Kelsey because he is the most popular player Mm -hmm. in this game. Mm -hmm. And uh, listen, I'm ready for it to be settled. I think there's angles on on both sides here. I think that there are ways you could talk yourself into a maybe even a 49ers win by margin. I think that there are ways that you could say, hey, listen, this Chiefs team with their experience and their quarterback and their tight end and what they've done on the defensive side of the ball, this is an outright win for them. I don't know if there's a a margin win for the Chiefs in this game, but I think that you you can really talk yourself into that. I'm actually pretty fascinated that I think there are real angles on both sides of this game. And I'm, I'm glad to break it down with you guys today.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good to have you in. Thanks for filling in. Like you said, Gil out sick. Hopefully we'll get him back here in the next day or two, but we're going to be doing a lockdown on media row end of the week as well. And this is, uh, yeah, you're right. I think game wise, I don't know about you, but my biggest bet so far is just is on a player prop. I I think there are, uh, you look, I've got opinions on the game. We're going to get into them here, get into them here. We've been talking about the past couple weeks now or past week and a half. To your point, though, I think that there's... I'm not surprised if there's people heavy on the Chiefs or heavy on the Niners. I think you could make a solid case either way. I think the total you could make a solid case either way for as well. And by the way
3: no one's wrong in this like there's no wrong opinion everyone like if 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 someone is dead set on the Chiefs in this game it ends up being a 49er game or someone's dead set on the 49ers ends up being a Chiefs game there's no victory laps to be had this is a two-point spread this is these are two teams coming in with the Chiefs playing their best that they played all season long the 49ers obviously have just been kind of a truck all season long and then ended up way figuring out ways to make it happen in those two playoff games so let's not get on the whole victory lap thing with all of that our friend Drew Densick will join us for a couple of segments as well. We'll see what he has in his account, what he's leaning towards, if there's anything that he's definitely avoiding anywhere along the way. But as we sit this morning, it is two points in favor of the 49ers over at DraftKings. 47 and a half is our total. thing opened at 48, got down to 47 and a half, and basically has been stuck in the mud. There has been a tiny little tick here and there, but 47 and a half is where we are at in this. And... This is, one of those, this is one of those situations where, Kelly, I look at this, and typically in years past, we've had one-way traffic towards an over. It is casual bettors get in. The casual bettors don't want to bet unders. They want to bet overs. That being said, we're legal in 30-plus states now, and I do wonder if we're going to see all of the things that we have seen traditionally in years past. I mean, been doing this, betting Super Bowls for 20-plus years now, and... Boy, that just dated me, didn't it? And I just let people, uh, let people know how old I am. You're old. Yeah, you let people know how old I am. Anyway, may- maybe 20 years, 20-ish years. How about that? I've been betting Super Bowls for 20-ish years and stuff. So there, we'll go with that. But, you know, it was one of those things you could sit back, tried and true, you knew it was going to be overs coming in on the total side of things. There was going to be value in the favorite money line because everyone wants to bet the dog money line. The casual better wants to bet some money and they want to get back more money than they bet. They do not want to hand the guy over the counter more money and get back less money should they win. And so you always are able to find value on the favorite money line as we got a little bit closer to the game as well. But now that there is widespread legalized sports betting, I do wonder if some of this stuff that we used to think that we just knew was going to happen every single Super Bowl, that we just knew in these massive island games where there was going to be so many new people coming into the market and betting, if that's actually going to play out. Now, would it surprise me if we got back to 48, like a yeah. half a point tick? Like, that wouldn't surprise me. But I don't think we're going to see this kind of point and a half to almost two points that we used to see every single
4: year. With these totals and, and certainly with some of these overs, yeah, I, yeah, I've kind of been laughing that we've seen you know it's for the week and a half so far we've seen more movement with the side to the and the time of the totals. I, I mean, have you seen anything more or less than 48 or 47? Like, uh, it has been stuck right there. Um, I, pretty much 47 and a half for the, like, the vast and right, majority yes, of you. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. most spots, yeah. for the most amount of time, it has been stuck right yeah. on 47 and a half. I, you know, the one way I did play this, did, 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 did a little, you know, same-game teaser, not always recommended yeah. in the NFL, but did tease up the chief side and that total up to go under... I don't know about you. That's the only thing I did with the with the total for this game. But I would be quicker to play an under in this one than an over. And I think that correlates a little bit with what side you're on. Uh, you know, the Chiefs, I like the Chiefs. I think if you like the Chiefs, you've seen the way they've been getting it done here throughout the playoffs. Defense really stepping up, leaning on the running game, not forcing it with Patrick Mahomes. I think that leans a little bit more towards an under. And there's definitely the chance, that, like you like you brought up, that we see the 49ers that we saw during the, a lot during the regular season where it's, hey, there's a lot of firepower on this offense. And if they win this game, it might be, by margin, it might be a big, uh, you know, a high scoring game on both sides of the ball. Yeah,
3: it's going to be pretty interesting to see where all of these things end up, because You know, listen, if we're talking about star power, it's just it's just a fact, right? The star power is on the Chiefs side in this game. So does that mean the casual bets are all going to be favoring the Chiefs? Is it going to be one way where it's kind of a popular dog? Where typically, again, the favorite tends to get a lot of the money when it comes to the Super Bowl. But Travis Kelsey's the most popular guy in this game currently. Sorry, it's just the way that it is. He has brought in eight. This is not, this is not one of those things where we're talking about a guy that is dating a celebrity. Sure. We have seen Giselle in the stands with Tom Brady. We have seen Jessica Simpson in the stands when she was dating Tony Romo and all of these things. This, oh is, not God, even, about this is not even on the same, even close to the same level with Ted. We're talking about the absolute most popular human being on planet earth that is going on here. There are going to be not millions Eight figures, more people watching this Super Bowl than there would have been because there are people who are going to go in and they're going to say, Mom, Dad, put on the super bowl or hi hey, mom and dad i'm watching the super bowl with you guys because i'm going to see those five times that they cut to taylor swift over the course of the yeah. game that is that is the, that is the fact that matters happening and then patrick mahomes is definitely the second most popular guy in this game this is not a knock on christian mccaffrey this is not a knock on george kittle or anything like that but we know where the star power lies and i i don't know if we're going to see that favorite love like we typically tend to see over and over and over again, and not only just Super Bowls, but Island games just in general. we These Island games, a lot of people come in, they play the favorites, and certainly with a short favorite like this, you would think that we would get some love there, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. I think that there's going to be... I think two might be where we end up going. I think we might go off at one and a half when it's all said and done with this, because I think yeah. the Chiefs are going to get uh, the, the
4: the vast majority of, of the love. Yeah, I always remind you, if you want to check out betting splits info and, and see we're taking money, movie, even state by state. Head over head over to Veasan. dot com. I think it's a really cool setup we got over there right now. But the this is what I'm wondering about, Matt. With this game, is we've talked about this, you know, really, really for the past five, six years now of. We've wondered, as more and more states have been legalized, are we going to see kind of difference in prices in Nevada and maybe rest of the country? And I'm wondering if this is the game where we maybe get that. And obviously, we're not seeing that right now. I'm talking as we get closer to game time. But we know, we know, haven't lived out here and seen these big games get bet. We know there's a wave in nor- that Northern Cali money that comes in uh, into Nevada. And I'm, I'm with you where I think rest of country is going to be, be. It's going to be a lot of Chiefs bets, rest-, rest of country. So I'm wondering if we do end up maybe seeing a little bit of divide there. But even, even at that it's going to be a point something like that right and we're still in between the pickem and the 3 i'd be shocked if we see i'd be shocked if we see it go you know to the full 3 or full fully to a pickem before game time
3: quick reminder to those of you that are coming to Las Vegas for the game if you are loving a bet that you that you see on the DraftKings sportsbook make it before you come uh, we do not uh, unfortunately do not yep. have DraftKings sportsbook here in Nevada quite yet supposedly will be coming at some point but don't have it yet so if, you, if there's a bet in that menu that you love. You're going to need to make that before you get on that plane and head over here to Nevada. One of the things I want to talk about before we you know, get into the stuff that happened last night, Kelly, a little bit, is just the fact that let's remember, guys, this is the most casual betting game, the most casual betting event there is on the sports calendar each and every year. Let's be cool about it. Let's not complain about how many times they show Taylor Swift. Let's not complain about the guy that posts his 11-leg same-game parlay. Let's not complain about the guy that bet the coin flip or all the things that you might consider to be minus EV. This is going to be ninety. 99.5% of bettors that bet this game are going to be bettors that maybe bet a handful of times a year. This is not the guys that are betting multiple times a day. These aren't even the people that are betting multiple times a week. Maybe someone that's betting multiple times a month, and usually they're probably the bettors that are just betting the big pole events. They're coming in, they're swooping in on the Super Bowl, they're swooping in on March Madness, they're swooping in for the for the Kentucky Derby, maybe the Masters or something, but that's about it. They just want some juice in the biggest of the big. And so, let's be cool with these people, man. Let's just let's open our arms. Let's say, hey, you want to bet the Taylor Swift yeah. bets that are listed on Draft? Fine, cool. Don't go to the Twitter and get all angry at the fact that they showed Taylor Swift because Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown. Yeah, they're gonna do that. That's gonna happen. Like, it's just one of those. They like. Let's just embrace how cool this is. This whole process. It's the first one in Nevada. First one in Las Vegas. Let's just have some fun with this, and not already. I mean, everyone's already complaining, Kelly. We got multiple day. Everyone's complaining
4: already. Just embrace the game. Let's have fun. I do I haven't gotten it all year. I mean, I, I'm not even really like a Taylor Swift fan, but I've, I, I <laughs> like I don't know her music it really at yeah. all. But like, what, what I, I I just don't get it. Like you what you turn on a Knicks game. I watched plenty of Knicks game where a lot of celebrities get shown yeah. every single night. I don't really get it. What was the I know Colin Coward went on a great raid the uh, last week, but it was like. 25 seconds of the broadcast is the yeah. most that she's ever appeared on. Will it be more this time around? Yes, it probably will, Matt. But like you're talking about, you're talking about a lot of people watching this game. A lot of people tune in for the commercials. They'll tell you yes. that they don't even care about the football. They want to watch the commercials. It's the most popular human being
3: on the planet. You watch a yeah. UFC fight and they cut to the second row and it's Larry the Cable Guy or whatever, <laughs> like in the, in the audience. Like, okay, cool. I'm glad he's there. We don't. We're not. We're not outraged that they show Larry the cable guy with all of that. Guys, we are going to talk a lot of NFL. Drew Dinsick coming up here on A Numbers Game.
5: Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
6: A numbers
2: game on V the sports betting network. It
3: is a numbers game. This segment is proudly presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery, it is DiGiorno. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin coming to you from the D here downtown. Going to be down on Media Row Thursday and Friday, you guys. I might join you on Friday.
4: Might come over there and, and see what's might. going on. I think you might. I think Drew Dinsick tried to today, and I, I, I faked him out. You little pump fake, a little pump fake. (laughs) Well, you know,
3: Drew, we, we got you anyway, buddy. Appreciate you being here on a Tuesday, man.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's actually crazy convenient, uh, staying (laughs) at the Mandalay Bay. They have the, um, you know, media set up, you know, down in the convention center here. So uh, everything's pretty centrally located. Uh, you can get to all the events and do all the activities and everything without having to go out and brave the elements. Uh, I don't know who called in this weather for Super Bowl week, but they can, uh, uh, they should, they should have a, a serious, serious, uh, soul searching of, uh, why, why we decided 50 degrees and rain was appropriate for, uh, uh, a desert getaway weekend, but that's fine. Um, no, I, hopefully, uh, you guys are, uh, uh, handling the uh, influx of, uh, NFL fans uh, well and uh, excited for the Super Bowl.
3: Well, Drew, I, I look and you, you are a man of hair as well as like me. And so the, really the only problem <laughs> with this weather comes with like, you know, the hair doesn't react the same. Mine's mine's gotten used to the dry and it's gotten used to where I've gotten the, the product that works in the dry and all. You, you add the, 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 wet and the humidity and all this and then the days <laughs> of the rain and stuff. And like, you know, I mean, I'm sh- you, you, you feel me, right? I mean, you
2: know what's going on without, without a question. Yeah. yeah. You want some, you want some extremely niche belly aching. Uh, the water here is a little hard. <laughs> it's like, it's, 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 it, yeah, I, I usually have the uh the nice waves going and uh yeah it's just absolute chaos.
3: Yeah, it's just can't you can't get it going. <laughs> Kelly's giggling because he you feel you feel the pain. Come on. You, you know how it, tough it up, boys. Come on. Uh, you gotta fight through the adversity. It's Super Bowl week. Come but, on. Listen, I, I haven't I haven't found a backup product yet because I don't need it. It only rains here like 12 yeah. times a year, so I don't have a backup exactly. product. I've only got to go with the one that I've got. So all right, Drew, you're here because there's a thing that's happening here on Sunday. So uh, let's yeah. kind of go ahead and get into that. Kelly and I were talking about and, and I definitely want to get your your thoughts on the on the side, but the interesting thing to me is we've you know saw this thing open at 48, gets down to 47 and a half, basically stuck in the mud for a week uh, you know over a week now at the 47 and a half. Do you expect there to be a lot of late action here on this total? You know, years past, we just knew that there was going to be an influx of over money. And if you wanted to bet the under, you waited and you waited and you waited because there was always going to be that. But I don't know. I mean, here we are. Absolutely no movement for over a week. What do you think about the total just in general?
2: Yeah, no, I, I think the totals fair at 47 and a half. Um, but, uh, I did see some places like circa popping at 48 yesterday and, you know, usually they're leading the market. Um, it's, you know, it's getting juicy to play forty seven and a half 47 and a half at certain spots. And so I think uh, ultimately expecting this to tick up to 48, uh, is uh, reasonable, which means if you want the under, I do think you wait until close. Um, I lean under in this game, but it's not a strong lean. Uh, there's definitely plenty of scope for these two offenses to be, you know, in, in Pretty uh, outstanding form, considering it's a you know a cl- enclosed environment and a fast field, and they both have familiarity playing here, and uh, they're both pretty much at full strength on offense in terms of skill position players. So um, yeah, it's, this this could be uh, more of a shootout type of game like we saw last year. But uh, you know, as we stand right now, I have a little you know a lot more confidence in the Niners making their number than I do the Chiefs, just because there's been some extended you know periods of time during this season, uh, extended periods of time during this playoff run like the entire second half of the AFC championship game where the chiefs offense has kind of told you, hey, you know, we're not right. We're not the same old unit that you remember from years past. We're getting it done a different way like leaning into our defense here. So, um, you know, there's, you know, there are, are outcomes here where the Niners, uh, you know, are suffering from a little bit of, uh, inexperience. Uh, Brock Purdy of course has never played in a game of this magnitude. So his, uh, you know, kind of coolness will be, uh, under scrutiny. Obviously, uh, he's going up against a very decent pass, uh, you know, past, uh, um, coverage unit, uh, for the chiefs. And so if there's all of a sudden, surprisingly, you know, it's difficult for them to find uh success through the air and they're entirely leaning on the ground game. Well, that should succeed. Uh, but that's going to wipe out clock. So, uh, I think that, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, if this is 48 and into close, I'm probably going to have a small play on the under, but, uh, as we stand here right now, I think, uh, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well, it's a pretty good number.
3: It's kind of hard to, not take notice of this whole second half under chiefs stuff that's been going on all season long at this point whether you were trying to say ah it's just noise it's just noise it's just noise. i mean we've, we've gotten 20 games in what is it, 18 and 2 or something whatever 17 and 3 depending on what the number was when it closed i, I mean we kind of have to believe it at this point right
2: yeah i mean i there's a there's a specific game state where i think it's very very true uh, and it's Chiefs with the lead at half. Um, Andy Reid tacks into very conservative game script. And uh, you know, the Chiefs have kind of uh, you know, I, I guess this is my general read on the the entirety of of what's going on here. Um the Chiefs were one of the most explosive, if not the most explosive passing offense in Mahomes' early years in the league. And the defenses across the NFL had to adjust to be able to adapt to that style of attack and stop giving up the home run play to Mahomes. Uh, that has kind of propagated the two shell high two, you know, two high safeties, uh, shell coverages that you see everybody adopting nowadays and you see the Chiefs face more than any other team. Uh, that has enforced the Chiefs to be able to matriculate the ball without making mistakes taking small chunks instead of big chunks. Uh, and with that comes, you know, th- three down, you know, three downs to, to, to get a first down, it comes with, uh, five first downs to get points. And so this, these second half drives that the chiefs have gone on, will just wipe out eight minutes a clock and they may not even get points out of it. And so it's, it's, uh, it's turned into, uh, you know, with the chiefs, um, not having to, uh, force their, hand and go into their bag for sort of the surprise explosive innovative stuff uh they just lean into the vanilla uh and play game management in the second half of these games where they're where they're leading and uh shorten the game and you know the these totals are coming in way under the fact that it is you know these second half totals are kind of influenced by people kind of taking the chiefs at face value with Mahomes as their quarterback and a dynamic offensive potential is, and having higher totals in general for the second half is a factor as well, obviously. But, uh, I think ultimately, uh, you know, the chiefs with the lead play a certain style of football that uh, shortens the game. And honestly, the way that the Niners are rostered and the way that the weaknesses of the chiefs defense manifest with largely their run brush defense, that the Niners might play this way, you know, play that way as well. So, um, I can see either of these teams having a meaningful lead at halftime. I lean the Niners, you know, being the more successful team in the first half. And if we get to that point, could you see a very, very uh, short second half and a very low total? I would be, I was 0% shocked by that. So, uh, you know, if you, if you made me say, Hey, blind, blind bet the second half, you know, regardless of game state, I'm taking the under.
3: Talking to Drew Densick, you can find him over at NBC Sports Bet. You can get that podcast, The Deep Dive, if you have not already, which certainly if you listen to this program, you're already subscribing to that podcast. But if you haven't already, Deep Dive Podcast, you can find him on the Twitter machine at whale underscore capper as well, Drew. So... I think you kind of tipped your hand right there. You said you're you're leaning towards the, the Niners. Is this a bet that's already in your account? Do you like the number where it's at right now? Do you think it might get under two because of the popularity of Kelsey and Mahomes and all the stuff that's going on there?
2: Yeah, I've been kind of curious by that, but uh, you know the the. The change in direction that we saw early in the week last week, I think was sort of the sign that this is uh, now probably going to be where we've you know, forced this number into the close. Um, I could see a little bit of action on the chief's money line as people are kind of enticed into just taking the plus money there instead of getting involved with the two points. And uh, so you could get a little bit of an interesting kind of diverging from what the math would tell you on the spread between the money line and minus two, uh, which will be fascinating to see if, if that uh, if that gets corrected. but uh, ultimately. Ultimately, um, I'm leading Niners win. I bet the Niners to win. I bet Purdy MVP. Um, and I think, um, uh, you know, as we get closer, I'm going to be strongly considering some Niners alt spreads here, just because there's definitely, in my opinion, a game state where, uh, the Niners defense, you know, shows you a much better effort than what you saw against, uh, the lions or the Packers. And, uh, realistically that Niners pass rush, if they're effective in this game, if they can generate qu- quick, pressures with four, uh, you know, rushing Mahomes, then I think you can absolutely keep this chief's offense in a box. And at that point, uh, you know, you can uh, run it down their throats, convert, uh, you know, your, your explosive plays from, you know, second and short, third and short, uh, and, uh, you know, have a, a pretty successful day overall offensively if you're the Niners offense in this one. So, um, you know, I think outside of the Mahomes being the better quarterback and, you know, Kelsey being, you know, an all time, you know, future hall of famer, um, there are no real, uh, head to heads where you look at uh, talent versus talent on any of the uh, kind of matchups across the field and say there's an advantage for the Chiefs. Um, you know, the Chiefs strongest part of their entire team is their pass defense and uh, and coverage in general but they're going up against Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel who are kind of the most dynamic one, two wide receiver going right now. So it's, to me at least, I, I think there's, uh, if you want to kind of lean into talent, if you want to try to understand why the Niners are favorites, they're just more talented at so many levels of the field and Uh, You know, the questions of the test are pretty easy for them in terms of run the ball successfully. Um, Let Purdy kind of, you know, do do his uh, do his thing uh, in the red zone. And uh, and then at that point, uh, you know, let your let your front four dictate the, uh, uh, you know, dictate the game when you're playing defense. And I think uh, that could be enough.
3: From the Mandalay Bay, he is joining us, Drew Dinsick. He's going to stick around for another segment. We'll get into kind of the nuts and the bolts and maybe some prop bets that you're looking at, maybe any of those that maybe you have in your account as well. On the 49ers, leaning towards an under, maybe some other prop bets as well. Drew Densick, when we come back.
6: A numbers game
2: on VCent, the sports betting network.
3: It is a numbers game here on VCent and DraftKings Network. This segment brought to you by Bear. Ask for an official sponsor of fans' hearts, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and kind enough to stick around for another segment down at Mandalay Bay. Going and taking in all the sights, all of the stuff on Media Road. Drew Densick, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you just hanging out for another segment with us.
2: Absolutely, guys. There's uh, no place I'd rather be than uh, talking Super Bowl with you guys on uh, the week of the big game.
3: So let's uh, let's go ahead and head over to the prop market. We know thousands of these things. Just I mean, you, it takes you an hour to scroll through all of them whenever you're going through the sports book. But when you were kind of starting to put together stuff you liked, we always talk about you need to tell a story through your prop bets. You don't want to be thinking a game's going to go one way, and the next thing you know, you look at your prop portfolio, and it's heading in a different direction. So how did you kind of start formulating your props? What jumped out to you, and what do you have in your account?
2: Yeah, so the uh, trick for me is usually trying to find uh, what I think are game state resilient props Uh, because you nailed it, like... Um, there's been plenty of years in the past where I've talked myself into something, uh, and you know, at that point, like you might as well be just taking a side or a total if that's the way you feel and there's more liquidity in those markets. So you really, you know, like why you really needed to add the, uh, you know, $250 prop here or there where you could get, uh, you know, an infinity bet on a side or total. So, you know, it, uh, for me, at least I, I try to just single stuff that I think is pretty, uh, resilient to game state. Um, and, uh, it's tough, but that, but, you said it right. Like there are so many props it's in the, the, um, the menu is so broad um, that there have to be probably at least 20% of those prices that are just flat out wrong. Like there's no way you could get all this correctly priced. And uh, you know, some of the stuff that people always talk about, which I think is valuable to just sort of restate for the record is uh, if you're looking at specifically player props, it's important to look at uh, long-term tendencies and trends with respect to median, not average. Uh, if you're just pulling averages, particularly for players who are low volume, they can be hugely influenced by, um, uh, you know just uh just a, a non-normal distribution right average is a useful number when you have a normal distribution if it is uh you know a, a different shape then you know median can be way more instructive as far as like what to expect in a uh in a typical game and a good a good uh, i think uh example of that is um uh like uh then this is again a bizarre one that you can only like, get you know small bets on but Isaiah Pacheco's uh, over under for his first reception is five and a half. Right. And it's like, okay, well, that's a big number for a running back. Like there's a, you, you don't even need to look at the numbers. Like how many running back passes are just like dead on arrival. Like there's plenty of them. And then there are some screens that he busts for, you know, 10, 15 yards. Right. And you look at his average this year. Oh, what do you know? Five and a half bang right yeah. on the number. That's like, I guess that one's fair. Well, you know, you look at the distribution and he's like, well, you know, in a typical game like the game at the AFC championship game, he has four catches for like each one one yard and then one for 14 yards. Right. So it's you know, there's uh, you know, there's uh, you know, I would say something more like an 80 percent chance uh, that his first reception is under. Uh, five and a half yards. And, you know, the fact, you know, the idea that he catches one ball uh, and happens to take it, uh, you know, the, the um, you know, uh, longer than his longest reception. Sure. Uh, but it being the first one, now you're kind of into a different, uh, question. And, uh, so I liked his first reception under five and a half yards a lot, just on the basis of its its price base on average, not median. Um, and I, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of stuff like that. As you dig around, I would say the, uh, kind of one other funny wrinkle about Pacheco and his usage in this game, I would expect him to be almost exclusively used on the ground. Jarek McKinnon, uh, designated to return from IR. He is much more likely the guy that is, uh, called upon if this is, a negative game state for the chiefs and they're in comeback mode because of his ability to uh, you know be a little bit more effective out of the backfield as a receiver so um, ultimately he may only get one target in this one and if it's a if it's a you know dead on arrival screen pass early in the game then you can you know put one winner in the book uh, pretty early there so that was a, a fun uh, prop that uh, just happened to see as you scroll through the infinite uh, lists that are available <laughs> um, the prop that I'm like really scratching my head on the most and you guys can chime in here and tell me if I'm missing something. Purdy's pass attempts is lined at 31 and a half and it's even right and this one seems broken to me because it doesn't really matter what you pick in terms of uh looking at his you know his game logs from his career he's like a 27 pass attempt guy whether it's average or median uh, and in fact has only ever gone over 31 and a half three times in all the games he's ever he's, he's ever played and oh by the way two of those games they were at like a wildly negative game state so for 31 and a half to be a fair number that kind of implies that the niners are going to be losing for most of this game uh and honestly like with all the scrutiny that uh you know the ravens and todd Munkin got for not. You know, kind of testing out the chiefs run defense and, you know, just in general, what you've seen with Kyle Shanahan in playoff settings, where he's a little bit hesitant to let his quarterback sort of, uh, flex and, and be, uh, you know, be sort of the, um, you know, the, the field general he's, he's much more inclined to, uh, do a run first run heavy approach, uh, with, uh, you know, his offensive script, especially, uh, but then if that works and it should against this chiefs defense, cause you have the best zone running offense against one of the worst zone running defenses, uh, in the NFL this season. And actually, if you go back multiple years, this is like extreme. So, uh, that should be wildly effective for the, um, Niners to move the ball on the ground. And I very tough for me to see in what game state, in what universe, uh, Kyle Shanahan decides, you know, what we need today, 32 passes from Brock Purdy. Uh, so it's to to me, at least that this one's somewhat resilient, uh, to game state. And honestly, like if it's not working for the Niners, if they're losing, if it's, you know, if it's not happening, the idea that Purdy's going to be able to rack up attempts by, you know, cause he's a guy that, you know, he's, 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 he's getting eight, nine, 10 yards per, uh, per drop back here. So it's not like he has these long matriculating drives where he gets a lot of short yardage attempts. And so um, you add to this, the fact that Brock Purdy is now kind of discovering scrambling as a, you know, broader part of his game and that uh, there are, there were clear and obvious passes available to him in the NFC championship game. And he, elected to scramble instead uh and basically it's just pointing down arrow for attempts for mr purdy and basically every respect so um if uh, my fare on that one is 27 i don't know how you can come up with 31 and a half in any in any uh kind of you know conception unless this game goes to overtime so uh congratulations to uh to an overtime anyone who bet overtime yes i guess that's uh that's the way this gets to 32
3: yeah i mean it, you look no further right than the game against detroit in which they really were trailing the entire yeah. game and had to come back and he still only threw 31 times in that game right yeah. <laughs> it's like still only through 31 times against Detroit whenever that was the that, that game stayed and so you, and they you,
4: kept feeding McCaffrey on the ground
3: like yeah, yeah like they were yeah. behind and they kept feeding McCaffrey. yeah they do they they will not get away from what it is until it's like absolutely necessary and uh, again we don't think that that's going to be the case here in, in this one I'm glad you did bring up the mean median thing I thing that I kind of like beat the drum for all the time I'm like guys you got to make sure mean median mean adding up all the data points and then uh, and then and sum together, and then dividing by the number there. So for NFL average, it'd be total yards divided by total games, or whatever it might be. And, and but, but the median, the middle value, the midpoint in a set of data ranges is, is is where we really start to figure out, you know, if there's any edge on all this stuff. So just be sure that you're doing that. It Does take a little bit of extra time, but you know, look no further than Patrick Mahomes, for example. And you talk about these outlier performances. Well, Patrick Mahomes had a 424 yard passing game right over the course of the year. So his average passing yards comes in at 258, whereas his median is down at two forty-five. He had this huge outlier game. We went for 424, whereas median is literally down 13 yards from what his average is. And you can kind of find that along the way. So just it's, it takes a little bit longer. You got to go in and you got to do some digging, <laughs> but it's, it's worth it in the long run. You know,
2: Oh, couldn't agree with yeah. you more. And, uh, the, especially in games like this, where, uh, cause I mean, I look, I can picture if I could put my, my, my bookmaker hat on, right. Yeah. You want me to hang a thousand props? Yeah. I'm just going to spam you with averages. <laughs> like, yes. I, I don't have time for this. Uh, but you know, if you're on the other side of the counter and you're just looking for one or two where there's huge standouts, like that's that's a, v- a valuable exercise. And um, and yeah, like uh, you know, the, the the Mahomes passing yards is that one's going to get bet down. I'm guessing at the you know into close pretty aggressively. I've, I've heard a lot of people that have numbers like you were saying coming in closer to 240 there. So uh, I don't think that's going to uh, survive at 260 into close. Man, that was a.
3: That was a great time and when books just did just throw out averages for a long time and you could just go in and the median was just like free money but yes so long long gone are those days. Those days are long gone. All right, Drew. So, you're on the 49ers side of things. We got about uh 45 yep. seconds here. How do you lose this bet? What goes wrong for you to lose this bet?
2: Uh I think uh realistically the Niners defense that we saw in the first half against the Chiefs shows up. Um, that's probably the one weakness here that, uh, I'm kind of in the back of my head concerned about, cause Steve Wilkes obviously doesn't have the answers the way that Demetra Ryan's does did with this unit. Uh, and for whatever reason, chase young is not performing anywhere close to his pedigree. Uh, Nick Bosa has an ability to generate phenomenal pressure but cannot really seem to get the, the, the huge negative sacks uh, and Mahomes is incredible at sack avoidance here so it's, it's kind of uh, if there's no quick pressure or if the pressure is just not effective at stopping the Chiefs offense uh, then this could turn into a shootout uh, and uh, you know not, I'm, I'm not going to speak it into existence but um, you know Brock Purdy having a, kind of a, a black Christmas type of experience would also be a, a very disappointing as a Niners backer <laughs>
3: Find him over at NBC Sportsbed on the Twitter machine, whale underscore capper. And we'll, we'll see you Thursday. Going to have some dinner here Thursday night in Las Vegas with Drew Densing. Thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate
2: it. Hey, best of luck, you guys.
3: Kelly, when we come on back, let's talk some props of our own. Let's S- do it. Our favorites, things that are in our account, things that we're looking at as well here in our numbers game.
7: You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
2: A numbers game on V the sports betting network. Tuesday
3: edition of A Numbers Game. Matt Brown in for Gil. This segment, probably brought to you by 1 800 Flower, DraftKings official flower for Valentine's. Thanks to Drew Densick. Spending two segments early morning here with us from down at Mandalay Bay. Kelly sent him on a wild goose chase trying to find us, and <laughs> instead, I'm we, really end, up, we end up on Skype with him. <laughs> He's, he actually ends up in the he's, he's walking around just aimlessly in, in the, <laughs> Well, he will in the be joining center. us
4: on set on yeah. thursday uh-huh. i didn't think he was in town yet
3: <laughs> yeah yeah so instead drew gets us on scale but appreciate the two segments with him got a, a tweet here from from jesse welch obviously uh, uh Good listener here of the show and says, like, you know, I said media row and he was said it sounded weird because it's always been referred to as radio row in the past. but Oh, Jesse, I'm feeling the same way. But it is. But it's full on media row now for the last couple of years. And you go down there and the entire perimeter is all just TV sets. Yeah. It's and like the in and, and the radio shows they've actually kind of like pushed to the center and it's kind of a
4: Yeah, they get teeny little tiny yeah, yeah. little tables in the so middle. So it's yeah. like it's
3: it's all in the they're all in the center and then like on the on the perimeter is where you have all the big yeah. kind of TV sets NBC, that are going CBS, on. Yes. And ESPN. then the radio shows that are uh, you know, big time radio shows They've decided they just go do them elsewhere now, you know, because they don't want to be in the middle. And so it's like Dan Patrick's over at Fountain Blue, That's a like, good call. and like, like, you have like, that luxury in this city. Yes, like, like you know, Leptards over at Circa, mm-hmm. like all this. So like the the, the big time radio shows, uh, 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 Rome is over at at uh, Bellagio. So. They're like, no, we're not going to be in the middle there with everyone else, and we'll just go do them. We'll go do them somewhere else, and so they where, go and do them somewhere else. Where is where? Where is Jim Rome
4: doing it at the Bellagio? Somewhere inside the block. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I guess that's one spot I don't know that our, has a our, setup.
3: Our, but our very own Mike Pritchard was down there yesterday. Oh, with, with Yeah, with with Jim Roman. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's it is it's full on media media row now as opposed to just the the traditional radio row of years past.
4: Yeah, that that, that wording still throws me off though. I'm with you, Jesse still throws me off. Uh you know, I mean listen, we're,
3: we are we are evolving, Kelly. There's a lot of streamers yeah. down there, you know, there's live streaming going on
4: and all of those. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, I mean, good point. We should have transitioned to media row about 15 years ago yeah. probably, and it should probably have a whole nother like media influencer row now down there. <laughs> All right, so let's look at some of these props and, and, and walk through any of these. And maybe some
3: of these are in our accounts. Maybe some of these are not in our accounts. But we can start out with the passing props. Of course, we're, we're just looking at Purdy and Mahomes in this game. And you can take a look. And if you look, we talked about the, the the mean median thing. And so I think it's important to note with 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 these guys that it's not as big of a difference between Purdy as it is with Mahomes. So, the average pass yards on the season for Brock Purdy comes in at 266.6. His median pass yards comes in at 261. So, basically the same number for him that you're getting. Low on the year of 125 pass yards. Now, that was that weird loss to the Browns in which he also lost McCaffrey and Debo in that game, only threw for 125 yards, has a high of 368 yards on the season. That was a win at home over Seattle, and he got that done. 368 yards, Kelly, and this this is why whenever we look at the – and Drew was talking about how just the attempts in general – 368 yards, 19 completions. Yeah. 19 completions, and he got 368 yards. He had completions of 54, 45, 44, two of 30, a 27, and two of 25 in that game. That's how you get to 368 with only 19 completions.
4: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Well, you know, re- really quick, going back to what Drew said about the attempts, a- a- any thought there? Because I did, somebody else brought that up to me a couple of days ago uh, about Purdy and the attempts number. And, and Personally, I'm staying away from it because I am on the Chiefs side, so I do think there is a possibility that they are playing from behind, but I brought this up on Live Bet Sunday, and Ben Wilson, rightfully so, called me out on on, what they had done with Detroit, and it was still hand the ball off hand the ball off, so I think it's a good point by Drew, and I think if you are on the Niners side, it is a bet I would be making uh, but, I, I mean, absolutely good point of of, of of bringing up the attempts and how little he's had this year. Yeah, I mean, we
3: can look, and again, even in that losing stretch, right, when they were losing, when they gave, went on that three-game losing streak, 27 attempts, 30 attempts, and 31 attempts still didn't get over the 31 and a half. Mm. I'm going to hang out and see if it gets any higher. I, I'm still, I'm with you. I am on the Chiefs, and so it doesn't really, it isn't, right. doesn't really add up. But at the same time, it... I don't expect a, I don't expect a blowout for the Chiefs. No,
4: no, me either. I mean, that's the, we we, we both like the Chiefs. Do I think the Chiefs are going to be up by seventeen points, fourteen points, even in the fourth quarter? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I think this game's going to be rather tight. So, you know, even we we talked about it with the Lions. I don't even think that they, you're going to feel like he's you're forced to pass the ball, right? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to see. If this thing ticks
3: up, maybe an attempt, you know. I mean, if we got 32 and a half, and then at that point, you're really, really, really looking at a, at a guy that just does not put it up more than, more than 32 times in a
4: game. You know this stuff better than me. How correlated would be, because obviously people are going to come, we talk about this all the time, people coming in betting overs on a bunch of this stuff, but you might not see... I'm gonna guess attempts gets bet less just on an average yes. Sunday than yardage and yes. then and then completions. Yes. So how correlated are the attempts? Or do they get dragged along when the yardage and completions get bet up? Sometimes um, the
3: the the deal with this game again. I, I'm and, and maybe I'm being a I don't know. Listen, we're in a. We're in a different betting yeah, landscape yeah. right now, right? And that's like that that's why I'm paying attention to all this stuff so much. Right. And I'm actually taking notes on the long line move. Like, what were the first props to move? So these are the ones that everyone is kind of gravitating towards. What's moving late? What doesn't move at all? Because I, I wanna know so I have a strategy heading into next year. Because this is like, okay, this is what everyone gravitates to first. This is what they kind of hit a little bit later once they've had a chance to do some mm-hmm. some research. These are the ones they don't care about at all. Like these just don't move. These are stuck, no matter what. And so that's kind of been an, an exercise for me so far as trying to figure out where we're going to go with all this stuff. Because I mean, listen, there are more sophisticated betters out there. There are going to be people who are looking to bet some of these other some of these other markets. I'm just wondering if there will be enough same game parlays put into play that it could help drag some of the stuff up. Because if you're yeah. telling the story of a successful Purdy day, then you're probably going to be, you know, it's 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 less McCaffrey, it's more Purdy, and if you're doing that, then you need to be looking at attempts and completions and yardage and touchdowns and things like that.
4: Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uh, before we move on to the others. Did you have you bet anything with either quarterback passing yet? I haven't personally. The one thing, the one I'm looking at, and it might have been on your leans list too. Mahomes maybe under that half interception. Yeah. I, I think I'm I'm looking that way. I don't think it's gonna end up in my account though. Yeah, I'm it isn't there yet. I think it's
3: probably will, or maybe it'll okay. be a part of some sort of like same game parlay mm-hmm. thing that I do that tells the story of a of a successful Chiefs day. But I'm heavy on Pacheco. You are as well. I think that there's going to be a, a decent amount of Pacheco in this game. So that just reduces the Mahomes attempts as it is anyway. And further the personnel that Mahomes has doesn't allow for him to put it into danger as much as it does on the Purdy side of things. Like, you've got Iuke and, and Debo and even Kittle, by the way. Like, if you kind of dig into Kittle stuff, and we'll go over, you know, props that are in my account, but, like, if you dig into Kittle stuff, these, these guys run routes down the field, like f- further down the field. Right. Outside of MVS, there just isn't anyone that does that on the Chief side of things. So, you have Mahomes who just – by the by, the personnel around him doesn't put the ball into situations to get picked off as much as Purdy does. And if you even go into some of the Mahomes interceptions this year, we know famously, like like four of them were tip balls, five of them were like tip balls right off the receivers' hands and things, stuff like that. And so I, I'm I expect everything to be fairly intact here. Sure, there will be the two or three shots to MVS down the field. If those don't get picked off, then I think we're looking pretty good outside of just a freak. You know, tip off a guy's hands, which there's nothing we can do about that, right? I mean, just yeah. it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah, that yeah
4: that happens for sure. That's definitely the way I'd be. I would be leaning as well on that. I don't know if it's going to end up as a bet, but yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, passing the passing props are interesting to me. I think they're for the most part going to be a stay, but mainly a stay away. Um, just because I do think this game's gonna be decided a little bit more on the ground. I, I really yeah. do. I think with the running backs, you talked about it, Pacheco. um that, that that's the biggest bet I have so far. I even besides the game bet, the biggest bet I have is just over on his rushing yards at sixty six and a half um and shop around. I, you know I, I I didn't look yesterday at all, but I was surprised a little bit Matt, just over the weekend of the still the wide ranging numbers you could find on stuff like yeah. that you know i i feel like this week as you get later into this week is when stuff kind of tightens up and and you know they've all risen a bit it's usually where there's some value on the unders but um yeah yeah there was you know a solid four five yard difference when you would shop book to book and and
3: listen we've actually seen some fluctuation in these past numbers Mahomes hit 261 and a half back down to 260 and a half Purdy hit 248 and a half back down to 246 and a half so there are people paying attention to the pass yardage for sure when it comes to all that I mean we mentioned Mahomes Mahomes played in 19 games this year his average was 257.9 but his median pass yards was down at 245 so a big 13 yard difference in the average in the median he had a low of 177 yards and a high of 424 which really raised that average for him over the course of the season but he really lived in that 240-ish range, 226, 235, 240, 241, 245 games all the way across the board. So something that we'll pay attention to. We'll continue talking some NFL props here in our number two. It is a numbers game here on a Tuesday.
5: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025
2: Infinity QX80.